Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. All right, you got to be ready. I always got to beat ready. All right, let's go. Jerry is back on the mic again, and he's coming at you with a rhyme on level 10. He's super excited for another podcast. Everybody, it's going to be a blast. Y'all think we forgot that we like to rap. We like to rap, and that's a fact. Single to sealed, sitting on the track. Everybody listen up and sit back. Boom. That wasn't bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that took a lot of convincing on Jerry's part for me to let him do this rap. Even though when we did that little, what do you call it, little poll, everybody said they liked the rap pretty much. It was like 90% of people said they liked it. Still, I was not in the mood for it tonight, so... Jerry won that time. I also want you to know that I proposed the rap several nights and she's never in the mood. <laughs> but since you guys voted and said we should do the rap again sometime, I wanted you to know that I didn't forget. <laughs> this is a throwback to old single to sealed. Anybody who was here for the OG first 10 episodes, you know what that's about. Mm-hmm. Um, now, moving on to a more important question and a more important topic. Um, the word S-U-R-E. Say that right now out loud. S-U-R-E. Say it right now. Wherever you are, say it out loud. Okay, did you say sure or sure? Or sure. Sure. That's another one. Yeah. I'm curious. And so, yeah, just I'm just curious about what how people are saying this word because we started saying it back and forth to each other and we're like, man, how, how many people say sure? Like the shore, uh, um, like the ocean, like the ocean shore. When it's actually like, sure, sure. Yeah, English is weird. (laughs) And it's crazy how many words people will say wrong all the time. And just like, it's so normal that it doesn't doesn't really mean anything anymore. It doesn't catch (laughs) up. It doesn't make you flinch and go, why do you say it like that? Yeah. Very, very uncommon. There's so many words we could talk about right now, but we're going to move right into our actual topic for today. It wasn't the word sure or sure or sure. (laughs) Um, or Subi. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Today we're actually talking about breaking up. So we've kind of touched on this topic a little bit when we chatted. I think it was like 10 episodes ago. And it was how to recover from a breakup. Like how to get over a breakup and know that you were ready for dating. But we were chatting about what topic we wanted to do for tonight's episode. And we realized we had never covered like how to break up. We're always talking about like how to date, how to have a good relationship. But we know that not all relationships work out. So it's probably an important topic to cover in our episodes, how to have a good breakup, how to have a good, healthy breakup, which is what we're talking about today. Yes. And um, those cats that you're hearing possibly in the background of this podcast, <laughs> they just won't stop meowing. And it, it's almost a cause for me and Brian's breakup. <laughs> savage. <laughs> that was very savage. He's lying to you. He loves the cats. So. Yeah, I like them all for different reasons. I've always been a cat guy more than a dog guy. I just don't like when they lick me because their tongues are like sandpaper. 
they'll literally leave sores on you our little kitten that we got jinx she will literally lick you until you have like a welt on your arm so you have to stop her she's kind of she's cute but she's kind of crazy oh she's cute but a psycho a little bit psycho a little bit pitchy there she got me screaming meow 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 (laughs) (laughs) okay all right guys so there is a disclaimer for this episode We know that even though we are trying to give tips for how to have a more healthy, um, better type of breakup, that that's not always how it's going to go. Some people might even say, you're crazy. There's no such thing as a good good breakup. (laughs) It's all perspective. You know how I do. And so we're just trying to give that out there. That way you guys can go ahead and give this a listen. Just think about what we have to say about how we can just have more education or be more improved in the way that we break up. Uh, if we have to. So this is specifically for the person who's doing the breaking up, not much, not so much about you receiving the person who's breaking up with you. Maybe that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> of course, as always, if you guys have not had a chance to subscribe or follow or leave a review, we would greatly appreciate it if you do. We love all the comments and things that we receive from you guys letting us know how we're doing and how you enjoy the podcast and how it's benefiting you. It also helps other people be motivated to check out the podcast. So if you haven't done so, just like stop the podcast right now. Go ahead, take that two seconds to leave that that review and that like. This isn't a paid podcast, so that's your payment for this episode today. <laughs> okay, perfect. We're going to dive right in. So how do we know that it's time to break up? Like what are the signs or the symptoms of an impending breakup or that that's the next step we should take? So in some relationships, it's very obvious, you know, when there's a toxic relationship, toxic characteristics, narcissism, that kind of stuff, abuse, cheating, all of those things. That's when it can be very obvious in a relationship that it's not healthy and a breakup needs to happen. But in other cases and many other times, it isn't so obvious. Maybe you're not a good fit. Maybe you're starting to realize your goals or your ideals for your family or your life your jobs, all those kind of things don't match up well. And you're starting to realize that this relationship may be unraveling and it's not going to work out in the long run. And another good way that you might know that it's time for a breakup is just if you've been connecting or receiving God you know, into your life, always seeking that revelation for how and where you should be going. I know that that's a pretty critical part, I think, about relationships, just always involving God with your ideas and opinions about somebody to help you know you know the intentions of their heart help you to know if you're a good fit for this person and if god tells you that this person and you aren't the best fit or something or you're starting to receive revelation that maybe this isn't the path you should go that can be a way that you can find out that it's time to break up i think ultimately this is such a personal choice because even when you are having issues like maybe not saying eye to eye or not having your life goals align well, there can be compromises that can be made. So ultimately you have to ask yourself, am I willing to make these compromises because I love this person or because I really want this to work? So it's going to take a lot of introspection to come to this point many times of whether or not you're going to stay with this person. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think uh, we can just be blindsided a lot sometimes by our own emotions. We just may think that things are going so well. We've talked about before the dangers of infatuation, just pure infatuation versus actually falling in love with somebody for for who they are as a person. 
And I think that's why some of those ideas that Brianna's talking about, as far as being a good fit or ideals don't align, can be kind of difficult to see. Because if you're just so focused on, oh, this person's just so cute and I'm enjoying this, <laughs> then you're might, you might miss out on the fact that in a few years from now, some of these things that you didn't agree with, you still don't agree with, you'll probably never agree with it. And it's going to be a source of contention. I mean, I've had it happen before when I'm dating someone that, like, I'm so infatuated and might even say, like, you're, like, lusting after this person that when that phase kind of passes, you realize, I don't even really like this person, (laughs) which sounds really mean, but it's really important to like your partner. So, I mean, that can even in and itself be a reason to break up. Um, If you realize that you kind of got head over heels too quickly and it's not, it's not a relationship you want to be in, that's totally fine. Right now we're going to break down how to have a healthy breakup. What are some key points to help you have that healthy breakup? So first, we think that one thing that's very important for our potential breakup experience is to plan to have it be kind, cordial, humane. This is probably the best way that you can break up. And you're probably thinking... That's crazy. There's so many times when somebody just made me so mad. I'm just so mad. I want to throw all their stuff out the door and (laughs) shout their name and say, leave me alone and never talk to me again and permanently just close this door. And we just think that might not be quite the best way. And why is that, Brianna? Just because they're a human and they deserve, you know, respect and love, just like all of us. And, you know, this is going to be hard for them, I'm sure, just like it will be for you, possibly. So everyone deserves to have chapters closed with respect and with kindness. So that's our number one point. And on top of that, I think that everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has hard times. And, you know, we just have to be able sometimes to recognize that and say, you know what, I, I do realize that this isn't the best fit and and be prepared to not take all that energy out on them. In fact, that just makes up your breakup, makes your breakup, I think, just so much worse off because of how you're leaving it. I think that leads you to a road of more um, denial and frustration and depression because of how you left it. Definitely. Okay, next point is leave the strong, negative, explosive emotions and reactions out of your breakup. Like Jerry was talking about, anger, resentment, yelling at them, throwing things, name-calling, bashing, whether to other people or on social media, rumors or gossiping, all of those things do not belong in a breakup. Even if they were the worst person in the world, don't go spreading all that drama. It's not worth your time. It's not worth the time of your friends and your family looking on your Facebook page with these big statuses about stuff. It's, it's not going to help you start a new chapter and it's not going to help those around you be able to move on from this relationship that you may have been in it's going to leave a lot of negative feelings surrounding this time in your life and in order for you to heal especially if it was a really bad relationship or bad breakup you need to let those things go and you need to try to move on from it in a way that's positive there are definitely times in our life when we're upset and hurt whether it's at work or just in our house by ourselves where where we don't exhibit that behavior and so because we're adults and we shouldn't and so I think that that needs to be reciprocated as it comes to breaking up with another individual so the next point is it's really important not to speak for the other person so when we're what I mean by that is 
when we're breaking up, it's you did this and you did this and you did this. It's it's better to work on those I we statements even at the even at the breakup phase, like we've talked about before. So you know, instead of saying you did this and you did this, you would say, I feel that when we're together, we just have a hard time communicating. I feel that we don't respect each other's boundaries, and we, even though on the inside you might be thinking it's you, 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 it just it. It, it, it's a better way to represent that conversation and help them realize this isn't working out together rather than this is all your fault, this is all your fault, and we're just done. Yeah, and I think it, this is a really important point because a lot of times when we're upset, we'll say, like, I hate when you do this, or, like, I couldn't stand being in a relationship with you because of this, or the reason we're breaking up is because you did this. Like instead, just making it more well-rounded and st- but still expressing your feelings. So, you know, if there was something that they did that was really wrong, you could say when you, when um when this happened, it made me feel this way, and I think that was a turning point for me. Um, and so you can still very freely communicate your feelings without it being such accusatory language, which will help keep from having maybe an explosive fight or discussion there at the breakup. If you can keep your language kinder and more open. Um, to, to a healthy conversation. Like promoting that healthy flow of communication is really important. Okay, next point is, oh, and also I think uh, kind of a point that we, is part of this point that we sped past is don't speak for the other person. Um, make sure that you're not saying, you know, we both know that this relationship is wrong. Or you've known for a long time that this wasn't going to work out. Or things like that. Speaking on behalf of this person and how they may feel, how you assume they may feel, can discredit their actual feelings. Um, And it's important to take responsibility for that in the breakup that you're not speaking on their behalf. And if you do say stuff like, oh, well, you've been feeling this way for a while too. I know you have. And they say, no, I haven't. Then that's going to steer the conversation away from you having that breakup. (laughs) Because it really, in the end, if you're breaking up, it's not about how they've been feeling about it. It's how you've been feeling about it. And that's what matters in this moment. And you don't need to have a conversation about all their feelings surrounding it at this moment. Because the reason you're there tonight is to break up and to close that chapter because of the way you're feeling in this relationship. I really like this next point that we have to present. And maybe a lot of people can resonate with this. I've had terrible experiences with... Um, having a relationship and doesn't necessarily have to be like boyfriend or girlfriend or anything. I, I guess it could just be somebody that you've been dating for a little bit who doesn't want to talk to you anymore. I guess this can this can kind of apply too. And they would just either ghost you or they would say, you know, I'm not really interested anymore. And that would be it. And you, you're just sitting there kind of confused, especially if you didn't feel that way. You're just like, what is this about? Like, why not? Like, I thought we were having a good time. You know, if you try to ask them why, they may say, oh, you know, just I wasn't feeling it. And you just feel like they're hiding something. It doesn't help bring closure when something like that happens. And so the point here is it's very important that we clearly identify the problem that is causing the relationship to end, even if it's more than one thing. I should say problems. So um, it's important to be tactful and to be honest. Try your best not to hide that. Um, what what your true intentions are, and I think it helps the other person also be able to learn and grow if they did something that really hurt you that caused this to change. 
And it's giving them clarity and closure as well as yourself. It's giving yourself a reason to kind of reflect on the relationship and see what is the exact root of the problem here and then share that with them. And that will help them not feel like what Jerry was saying in previous episodes too. Like when he would be ghosted by these girls he'd go on dates with, he'd be like, what is wrong with me? Like, why will no, everyone says I'm great, but no one tells me what the problem is. And it probably would have been very helpful for a lot of these girls to have told Jerry, you know what, like, this is the reason why I don't see us working out. And he never would have been left kind of questioning and wondering what went wrong. So just being tactful, like Jerry said, like being kind and saying things in in a constructive way, but also being honest and telling them, you know, I just don't see us together because of this. And this makes me feel this way. And that's why I can't move forward with this relationship. So that's a very, very important step. I think before we've also talked about when it comes to something like this and you have to part ways, we've said something like you don't owe the other person an an explanation, which I would say is still true. Like you don't owe it to them. If someone's just like, you owe me this, you have to tell me this. That's not exactly what we're saying. Like you don't owe someone that. I just think it improves the situation if you're willing to. You're willing to use your agency to help somebody understand what's happening rather than just being upset, vocally being upset, say, I'm so mad at you, and then just leaving. It just doesn't help. Now, this doesn't mean you just sit down with them for an hour and a half and go over all the, you know, the wrong things in your relationship. We're not encouraging you guys to have a three hour long breakup that you don't you don't owe them that. okay? but it is nice to give them an explanation. It can be as simple as a sentence Just say, when this happened in our relationship, it made me feel like this, and I no longer feel safe in our relationship, or I no longer can trust you, or I no longer feel like this relationship is good for me. That's all you have to say, one sentence, and just say, you know, get it out there. And that clarity will help you feel like you're closing a chapter and help you feel that closure. Same with the person you're breaking up with. Okay. Now, what do you do now that you've broken up? Now that you've, you've officially told them that you're done and you're closing this chapter, what is the next step? How do you close up that conversation? Number one, you need to discuss your boundaries post-breakup. Will you remain friends? Do you want a clean break? Do you need space for a few months and then maybe regroup and see if you can be friends? These things can be talked about in a breakup. Do you want them to contact you? If not, tell them, I don't want you to text me or call me ever again. <laughs> um, set that clear boundary. Or if you are opening, open to being friends, you can let them know that. Say, hey, I need a few months to regroup and to, you know, get myself together so I can move, move forward. But I would like to be friends. Then you guys can talk about that. Even in that, there may be an argument or somebody claiming, you know, I just really would like to be your friend still. Maybe they don't necessarily want to be your friend. They're just trying to hold on to you as a means of a plan to get to get you to stay around and make you come back. You know, whatever it whatever it may be, um, I think that you have to be able to accept the other person's boundaries, especially if you don't agree. So it's really important in relationships that people can communicate, learn to work with each other, give some a little bit of give and take and compromise. At this point in the relationship, you're not together anymore and you don't need to compromise. So if somebody is trying to make you feel bad or feel guilty and they're saying, I, I just really want this, I really wish this, and you're saying, no, I don't, then they need to respect that. Mm-hmm. There needs to be enthusiastic consent on all parts in any part of a relationship, whether it's friendship or, or a dating relationship. So if you were saying you don't want contact and they're saying they do, 
there's not going to be contact between you two. And that's where you lay that firm boundary. Okay, next point, number two, is always break up in person. So these conversations need to happen in person. Do not break up over the phone. Do not break up over text. Do not break up via Facebook message. <laughs> like, don't do that. If, especially if you've been dating for a while, th- that person deserves to see your face and to hear your voice and to have it be in person. That's just a decent human, like, that's just basic human decency right there. Of course, if your safety is in question, if it's an abusive relationship or you are concerned for your safety in this breakup, you, of course, do not owe that person a breakup in person. So um, don't do it if you don't feel safe. But in all other situations, please be a decent human and break up with them in person. And on top of that, try to break up with them in a more personalized setting. So... You know, if you have a plan to break up with somebody or you just kind of decide that you want to break up with somebody when you're on a date or something, it's probably best to, you know, just kind of harness those feelings, make sure that's what you really want to do, find the appropriate time to break up. And I think that's just better for both people. It saves an embarrassment. We don't want to shame the other person. I mean, you may be feeling like you really want to shame the other person, especially if they did something really bad to you or hurtful. But I mean, we, we don't need to do that back. I mean, this is a Christian podcast. We're trying our best to be like a savior, and the savior wouldn't do those things. He he would he would feel bad. He would be hurt. He would forgive them, and he would move on. And I think this is a perfect thing for us to emulate. Also, a good thing to remember is you don't have to heal them. They their healing from this breakup is not your responsibility. Don't say it's not you, it's me to safeguard their feelings. Because in reality, we all know that's such a lie anyways. Um, Recognize that you are hurting them with this breakup. You are. It's just a fact. There's no nice way to break up with someone, really. There's a kinder way, like we're trying to teach you right now. But a breakup in the end is a breakup, and it's going to hurt. So it's not your job to heal them. It's not your job to pick up the pieces after the breakup. And many times, honestly, it makes it worse if you try to make them feel better or try to heal them after a breakup. It doesn't promote good healing for them. Yeah, I agree with that, Brianna. I think that we, you already have enough to deal with. You already have your own emotions and personal life to take care of. And you're not responsible for that person. I mean, you were before when you were dating, and you're not responsible for them now. So, I mean, they can take care of themselves. It's all part of growth and development. So I completely agree with that. And honestly, it's going to hurt worse if you stick around trying to hold their hand and say, it's okay, it's going to be okay, I'm so sorry. It's going to hurt them worse, and it's going to make them feel probably ashamed to have you pitying them. No one really wants someone else's pity in a breakup. So it's really good just to have that cleaner break when you're breaking up. You mean I shouldn't still continue to hang out with them and just be physical and make out anyways? What? Of course you should. No. <laughs> That's our next point. <laughs> so, I mean, we it sounds kind of silly to some people, but to others, I'm sure you've either, you've either done this or you've heard of people doing this. They just have a hard time with the commitment part. They don't want the commitment part anymore. Continue to hang around with somebody. Continue to have that physical connection that they had. And that's that's all that that remains of their relationship. That is super not appropriate, super not healthy. And you're not doing yourself any favors. Mm -hmm. So do not be physical with them in any way post-breakup. That includes the minutes directly following the breakup. Like after you break up with them, you're not going to hold their hand and say, one last makeout session, you know. And then also the months or weeks or days following the breakup, you're not going to 
meet up for Nickmos. You're not going to be involved with each other physically. You need to have that clean break for both of your sake. And that's just toying and dancing with the line right there. You don't want to have that happen. There's a reason you broke up. And of course, that's like intimately physical. I think it's totally appropriate. Like, you know, if you guys ended on a good note, give them a hug. Say, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're not saying don't do that. We're not saying like, all right, peace, y'all and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, if you are staying physical after a breakup, it's just going to cause a lot of confusion for both of you and a lot of mixed feelings. And if you are truly looking to meet someone new, you need to keep your head clear. And that involves leaving what's past, past. Okay, next point is do not attempt to be friends until you are past the emotions of the breakup. So if you are planning on being friends with this person and continuing their relationship, whether they're like maybe a family friend of yours that's been in your life for a long time or in the same friend group as you, things like that, we highly recommend that you don't attempt to be friends with them immediately following the breakup. It's going to keep those feelings there. It's going to be harder for you to move on and to heal. So the best thing to do is a clean break until you feel like you're ready to move on. And then you can slowly start introducing them back into your life and and maybe hanging out with them again. If you feel like having that clean break is very hard, then maybe you need to reevaluate if breaking up is right for you. Because if you really want to break up with somebody, you should be able to have them be out of your life and be ready to move on for the most part is what I would say. And and for my own example, like we've talked about before with Brianna, when she broke up with me, I wanted a clean break. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, you know, I'd be cordial with you. We could still be friends if I ever see you. And I'll say hi, it'd be fine. You know, but she was sending me Snapchats and sending me text messages like, hey, how's it going today? Like, how do you think I feel? I'm just like, I don't know what to take from this. I don't know what you want from me. I thought you wanted to break up. And now it sounds like you want to hang out and connect and I don't know what to do here yes so it's so important that when you are going to be friends again that you can both clearly keep the boundaries and keep your emotions out of it but also I want to add something to what you said Jerry sometimes in breakups you've been together for so long or you've come to rely so much on that person it's still gonna hurt you're still gonna miss them and you're still gonna want to remain friends because you've had them in your life for so long just thinking about being without them is still like hurtful and hard So that doesn't necessarily mean that you should stay in the relationship with them, especially in abusive relationships. But um, if the relationship is good and maybe you're getting cold feet or something and that's why you don't want to break up, that's different. But if there's clear reasons why this relationship needs to end, then it can still be hard even though it's not right. So to kind of go in hand with what we just mentioned, another point that I feel like is pretty well connected to that is social media status. So obviously people can be pretty intertwined with changing their statuses and things like that on social media and that can be hard to manage. And something that also may be really hard to manage is that people have a problem stalking other people on it on social media <laughs> before we started. They're still going to do it after because especially if they still like you but know it's not good, it makes it harder for you again to have that break when you're continuing to watch someone else's life and see what they're posting thinking of them and constantly thinking of them it's not very helpful so I would say this is optional but strongly encouraged that along with that clean break that you want to have that you maybe unfollow not necessarily I mean there's a difference in most on social media is between unfollowing and unfriending you can unfollow somebody so you don't see any information about them on social media um, 
and whatever you feel like is best for you, but just a way to kind of not have them continue to show up as a presence in your life just until maybe sometime in the future when you feel it's appropriate to uh, follow them again or reach out and connect that way. Yeah, and you know what's best for you. So unfollowing can be great, but also you can still have access to see their page and all that, even if you aren't following them. So sometimes unfriending is necessary, so you don't even have that temptation um, just to completely and cleanly cut them out. Do it respectfully, but it is really good for your healing to just have that break. Um, Another point we have is wish them well. I think that's a theme of like this entire podcast. Whether you say to them out loud in words, at your breakup, you know, that's entirely up to you, but also just in your thoughts and in your general mannerisms, like just wish them well and hope that they wish that well for you also in your journey because you want to keep this positivity around your dating journey. You want to look at this as you guys setting off in different directions now and wishing each other well and now going to meet the people that you are supposed to be with and that will be better fits for you. I think a perfect example of this is when we had Brad Wilcox on and he was talking about how he just didn't want to break these connections and he always left these relationships with these people he was dating or girlfriends on a on a on this kind of note and so he could still see them in the future and be like hey what's going on Mm -hmm. you know and it wasn't awkward it was just like hey we're friends what's Mm -hmm. up how's your life how's your family I'm glad you're having success so you're married you have kids that's amazing you know, I, we, why do we want to wish, you know, ill ill feelings or, or you know, a negative life on somebody because of the situation? Mm-hmm. You know, that's just not the best. So it can be again, it can be really difficult. This is this is the tips for ideal healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it can be still be difficult and hard in in the moment, but um, I think especially by way of keeping those connections, you never know who is going to pop up again in your life for whatever reason, and be it'd be good to be able to leave on a good note yep and also tying in with that thank them for what they've taught you and in that thanking reflect on what they really have taught you and what you've learned in this relationship and take the time to work on the things that you have been taught by them in this relationship and things that you now know need need work and it's okay to say thank you thank you for teaching me thank you for dating me and and giving me this experience Um, it's all experience it's all part of us learning And I think that's something that is so important to remember on this dating journey. Breakups, even though they feel necessary for you and they feel right and you know they're right, can still be hard and can still be discouraging at times if we don't have the right perspective. We can still feel like, oh, why am I not being blessed with the right person? Why do I keep meeting these people that don't fit me? You know, this is so frustrating. I'm just getting dead ends. All of those things can be things that we're feeling at breakups, even if we want to break up. And that's normal. And it's okay to feel that. But it's also okay to let those negative feelings go. And remember that this dating journey is to teach you many things. It's not just to meet your eternal companion. It's to teach you all these different things and lessons you're learning from the, pe- the people that you're dating in, in this time this time is going to be very short in your life for most of you and some of you might be longer and it's just more lessons and more things you get to learn i definitely think that throughout all the things we've talked about today all this is still done in a relative pattern that we can see in the scriptures most of us have heard of or know of the scripture in doctrine and covenants that talks about reproving betimes with sharpness when moved with moved upon by the spirit 
mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And after you have this correction, you should show forth this increase in love. And that increase in, in love, you know, or compare or compassion or, um, you know, respect for somebody is going to leave somebody with a way better feeling at the end of any conversation or negative interaction or criticism type of, you know, situation. And this isn't all specifically about reproving. I think this can can tie into what Brianna's saying. Any correction. Yeah, about, well, not even just correction. Just when you're having this conversation, if you start, you, I mean, you're not going to start with, you know, I learned this and this, but this is the reason why we're breaking up. You know, it just, it's going to be more natural for you to talk about things that made you frustrated or, you know, why you felt the relationship wasn't working. And then you move, if you leave it at that, it's difficult. If you move into that pattern that Brianna's talking about of wishing them well and sharing what you learned and thank, thanking them for this experience like you're just you're going to walk away feeling so much better about yourself. I promise you. I love that. That's it's so important. And one of the reasons I think it's so important is because like we talked about with Brad Wilcox, the restoration of dating, of true dating and what it means to date and how it can be healthy and good for us and be a happier experience and that's what it's meant to be. And if we can change the way we break up and date, we can also change the experiences of all of us in this dating world. Can you imagine if everybody broke up this way by giving someone some healthy, kind, constructive advice of what they can improve and then also thanking them and like cheering them on and wishing them well? Can you imagine how much happier breakups and dating would be if we had that that constructive criticism to go and then like improve ourselves for the next person and we could all just support each other? I mean, of course, it's not going to work 100% of the time, but if all of our listeners right now could go and spread that positivity with the people they're dating, imagine the change that we could make in our experience. And imagine how much that will affect not only the people we break up with or date their lives in their dating spheres, but also your own and your own perspective on dating. It'd be our perfect hope that more of the reasons that people are breaking up are for things that aren't so serious totally understand when it's very hard and, and very difficult to be I wouldn't say happy you know but trying to wish someone well depending on the degree that you've been hurt or traumatized or whatever it may be and we are not taking away from that but we do believe that with these principles that we've shared today you do have a better way of improving the way that you date and breaking up is a factor of dating so we just want to close by saying that your Heavenly Father and your Heavenly Mother, they love you so much. And we love you. And we're so grateful for every single one of you. And you are important to us. Every listening ear that's listening to this podcast right now, you matter. And you're on a wonderful journey. And we're grateful to be on this journey, even for a small part once a week with you guys. And we love you all. And we think of you often. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, Be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you you next time. time.